Hi there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Hi there, and welcome into this episode of the Motherhood Merged podcast. I'm your host, Erin Kraber, and I'm excited to share some of my favorite business and brand building tips. Today, I want to dig into a juicy topic, one that I think can benefit business owners and brands alike, and it's time to talk about sponsorships why you need them, how to find them, and what to do with them to maximize your goals. Many of you know that I have built my career working in marketing and college sports. And in college athletics, we do sponsorships really well. I've had a lot of experience in this area. I worked in corporate partnerships at the NCAA for four years. During that time, I created programs that aligned big brands like Coca-Cola, AT&T, and Lowe's Home Improvement Stores with the top championships in college sports. These companies were investing millions to get in front of their target consumers, meaning those supporting their college teams or the sporting event itself. But you might be surprised to know that these big-time brands actually had very localized focuses with their efforts. Yes, large-scale TV campaigns were a part of many of these efforts, but I also spent a lot of time on highly targeted campaigns, like one that Unilever did who wanted to put Dove products into every hotel room in the city of the championship. And like Northwestern Mutual, who leveraged their partnership as a way to reward their branch employees with experiences of a lifetime. In a college campus setting, I still work in sponsorships, We have a sales team dedicated to finding the right brands and businesses in our area who want to align with us. Then I take the big picture ideas and make them into activations that meet the goals of both parties. Sometimes that's as simple as a sign in the outfield at baseball. Sometimes it's just tickets to an event. And the ones that I really love involve creating something fun for our fans to enjoy while they are at our games. A sponsorship is a method of creating a partnership that benefits both parties. Usually, it involves an individual or product or brand that partners with another individual product or brand in an effort to grow both. As a sponsor, you're paying or exchanging for the right to be aligned together. Sponsorships can take a lot of different forms. Endorsements are a form of sponsorship. Paid advertising is a form of sponsorship, and so are in-kind trade agreements. These are just a few examples of the types of sponsorship agreements that exist. But the thing that they all have in common is that there are two entities exchanging mutual benefits. When I talk about sponsorships, endorsements are probably one of the first things that come to your mind because they're highly visible and also an extremely wealthy marketplace. That's something you might see with celebrity athletes repping a certain sneaker or a watch company. An interesting example of endorsements came just a couple of months ago 
When Olympians Allison Felix and Simone Biles chose to leave their agreements with the mega brand Nike and partner with the popular women's brand Athleta. This was a big deal in the landscape of global brand sponsorships. Nike has been a powerhouse for decades, but they actually found themselves in some trouble when their female ambassadors felt slighted once they reached mom status. Athleta is a growing brand, exploding onto the athleisure scene as part of Gap Incorporated, and one of their goals is to create sponsorships based on shared values that resonate with their target audience, and that's what they did during the Olympics. The growth of social media has also changed the landscape in sponsorships. Influencers and brand ambassadors are relatively new advertising methods, and some brands and businesses are seeing huge leaps in eyeballs when they align with the right person with the right size social following. Let's talk about what sponsorships can do for your brand or business. It helps to see the big picture, and sponsorships at any level and at any budget should always have clearly defined goals. The main one being increased visibility. Sponsorships are a marketing strategy, and it's designed to get more eyeballs on what you offer. Return on your investment is another measurable to take into consideration with sponsorships. You want to engage in partnerships that feel in line with the products, programs, or services you offer. You'll see a much higher return on your investment, or ROI, when you think strategically about the end results, and then reverse engineer the program to maximize that. At this point, you might think these examples I've shared so far are great in theory, but do they really resonate with you as someone who is not a billion-dollar global brand? Or maybe you're a local business catering to your community that is unfortunately fresh out of sports stars or Oscar-winning actors. Don't worry, my friends. I'm using today's episode of the Motherhood Merged podcast to introduce you to WOW. W-O-W. WOW is an acronym I've created to help you work through the process of finding, evaluating, and measuring the success of sponsorship opportunities. I'm going to break this down in a way that lets you know how accessible sponsorships can be and how even the smallest of brands or businesses can leverage creative partnerships. If you're listening carefully, by the time I'm done here, I will have handed out close to 20 different sponsorship ideas. Got a pen and paper handy? It's time to dive in. I'm on a mission to find small business owners who want to bring in more customers. More customers equals more sales, equals more happy people talking about your business, equals more customers. It's all connected in a loop. But it doesn't have to be difficult to get started. Don't wait for those customers to find you. Open your doors to new customers with this free cheat sheet of five low-tech ways to generate leads. Visit erincraber.com forward slash more customers for this free download today. WOW is a simple three-step process. W stands for who do you need to reach. O stands for opportunity. And the final W, what is the activation? Who do you need to reach is asking you to identify the specifics on the type of people or groups of people most likely to need what you have to offer. You've likely answered this question before when you thought about who your ideal customer is. 
Same process here of starting with the big picture and then narrowing it down, making it come into focus. If you own a bakery specializing in cakes and I ask you who you want to get in front of and you say women, that's a start, but it's nowhere near tight enough. That target is massive. Think deeper by asking yourself who each time. So women who dot 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 women who are engaged to be married. Women who are planning kids' birthday parties. Women who host corporate events. Now we're getting somewhere. You don't have to just narrow down to one thing. You can definitely have a list of a few specific things. This leads directly to the O, which stands for identifying the opportunity. You have the who, and now you need to craft your list of the places and spaces where you can reach that specific target audience. Where does that person spend their time? That's where you want to be. If we go back to the bakery example and you want to reach those women, you might have bridal fairs, youth sports, and chamber of commerce on your list. So see what I did there? I took the three women who statements and paired them with a place I'm likely to find someone similar. There are a ton of opportunities right in your backyard. Events, people, and businesses looking for mutually beneficial relationships. Do you have access to a senior living center, farmer's markets, summer concert series, schools, performing arts venues, festivals, parades, chambers of commerce, zoos, parks departments, just to name a few. Do you have local television or radio stations in your area that reach your ideal customers? How about nonprofits that create special events like 5K runs in your community? How about holiday events in your area? These are all opportunities waiting for you to connect to and have a conversation about both what you have to offer and what they have to offer you in return. If you haven't given this any amount of your time in the past, I recommend taking just 30 minutes this week to scroll some of your local community socials and see what kind of events and organizations you can learn about. Now that you have your list of potential opportunities, it's time for the final W. And that's answering the question, what is the activation? The activation is another way to describe the action you need to take to fulfill the sponsorship agreement. And this is the fun part because I love getting super creative and finding unique ways to make businesses and brands stand out. But that doesn't have to be your thing. You can pitch yourself or have the event or business pitched to you. You can desire something as simple as a logo included in an event program or on a t-shirt or something more involved like a cooking segment on your local morning show. The great thing about sponsorships is that they don't have to fit into a specific box, which also means you can find opportunities that fit your budget, just about any budget. If your goal is to drive traffic into your boutique, can you pay for the opportunity to drop a coupon into the gift bags provided to participants in your local Relay for Life event? Or can you have an online offer from your business included in an email blast that goes out to new pet owners in exchange for providing grooming services at the animal shelter? Trading goods and services are a great way to get in at the ground level. If you aren't sure what's possible, here are some unique ideas to get your creative juices flowing. 
Think about inclusion in email blasts, social media posts that drive to your business, event signage, a present on a presence on site like a display table or product sampling, branded sports league shirts, a speaking opportunity, or host a fun giveaway for participants at an event. Seriously, you could try one or you could try them all. But don't forget that at the end of the day, you want the sponsorship you choose to work for you. You want it to help you achieve your goals of increased visibility which hopefully lead to more paying customers and more raving fans of who you are and what you offer. A sponsorship shouldn't break the bank, and it shouldn't feel like you are giving more than you are getting in return. Working in college sports, I've seen some really unique and really amazing sponsorship activations. I've seen these massive build-outs that cost thousands of dollars. But on the other hand, I've also been a part of charity 5K runs and small youth sports leagues where participants flood local businesses right after the events to support the businesses who support them. I think that's honestly the magic of being integrated into your local community. The WOW method really works and can definitely help you get started. I hope this episode has shined a light onto a potential new strategy to market yourself your brand, or your business. Sponsorships are a big part of the sports industry, but that doesn't make the concept untouchable for you. And who knows, maybe a big ad for your business in the outfield or a fun promotion at a basketball game is in your future. Don't knock it until you try it. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help the show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.